What's up, DeGrassholes? You're listening to Degrassi Knoll, your Degrassi retrospective. I'm one half of your co-host tag team champions, Matt something. Matt, a.k.a. Kid, Kid Friendly. Matt Kid Friendly Campbell. I'm here with my lovely, lovely co-host. T-Bone. T-Bone, I feel like you got to give yourself more of a superlative. I took uh, a long time with mine. Uh, the T-Bone. T-Bone the T-Bone. <laughs> the T-Bone. And uh, we're here to talk about Degrassi episodes 107 and 108, Basketball Diaries and Secrets and Lies. So Paloma, I'm, I, we were just talking about this briefly off mic, but we have unleashed the first three episodes into the world with some success. Yeah. People have vaguely liked it. Yeah. I think eight people have listened to it so far because we have not done, I have done a terrible job promoting this. Yeah, I haven't either. We've been, <laughs> some, some backstory. We have, to, we have to work that out. This is supposed to be Engineer Dan's job. He's not on Mike Talent, mm. which we'll get into in the first episode regarding people on mic and on camera and people that shouldn't should be heard via words <laughs> and not seen or listened to. Do you, as, get, do you get this weird thing every day? It says that you have three people have viewed your page. Yeah. But is that like the same three people? No, it's or different it, people. So it is actually real? It is actually real. People okay. are just finding it somehow. I mean, I posted it on a... I posted this podcast like on a Reddit thread that was at the very end of its lifespan. Oh, you did? So I don't think anyone yeah, saw it. Yeah, Unless there's like the weird uh, Redditors... Who are just like go back up at five a.m. and they just go random. Yeah. I'll just I'll just go whatever. And oh, this is the grassy knoll thing. I'll see. I'll go to the Facebook page. Oh, there's nothing here. <laughs> and they leave. So we have to be on that, even though it's really engineer Dan's job to do. I didn't know that. See, now that takes the pressure off. Good to know, I mean, Dan's Dan. Not, Dan's not gonna do Let's anything. put the blame Dan's, on someone else. Dan's fucking. Dan's fucking disgusting. <laughs> This is why you don't get to listen to him. Put it away, Dan. Put it away. Because Dan sounds like he looks, which is like Swamp Thing and diarrhea. (laughs) He looks like, he he sounds like he's crawling. What do they call it? Like Swamp Ass? uh, Yes, that's what Dan looks like all over his body. I think that's the term. That's not the term. I mean, that is a term, but that's not what I'm talking about. Oh. But let's get to the to what everyone to what the eight the, the faithful eight are listening to. Hey guys, uh, episode uh, 107 was basketball diaries. Do you want to try out what the logline is, Paloma? I want to see if you remember what a logline is. Um, uh, taking pills, switching no! places. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. It's like the summary. All right, I know. All right, summary. <laughs> so, um, uh, Jimmy attempts drug use to find his find success. I, I feel like it's pretty <laughs> close. I think I would say Jimmy experiments with performance enhancing drugs while Liberty learns what it's like to be in the spotlight. Ooh, that's perfect. That's off the dome, too. That's beautiful. You can check my paper. I, wow. did, I didn't even really write anything. It's mostly just like that pictures of That is very nice. I always forget we do this logline thing. I used to like write that while you I'm watching in, the episode. I, I'm amazed because you we talk about TV all the time. Yeah. And I think I say logline about a lot of things. <laughs> and I always just give like one statement, like, don't do drugs. That's the logline that's of the today's logline. episode. I feel like that's a, called a moral <laughs> or right. like a theme. There's not usually like, which usually go hand in hand with like, Fables and folktales, <laughs> which don't typically have log lines. So, yeah, this is pretty much the, the gist of the episode is uh, Jimmy is feeling overworked. Mm-hmm. So he decides that I got to get with my boy Spin, take his Ritalin. And, and these were Ritalin days before, like, Adderall blew up. Yeah. Do you remember when we were kids, we would always hear about, like, Ritalin, Ritalin? Yeah. And now, like, I never hear about yeah, Ritalin, it was ever. It was big in, like, 
don't even, I guess pop the culture. early aughts. Yeah, it was before they knew. It's before I guess they kind of learned about. I, I want to use the correct term, like psychiatric. That's not the right term. No, I mean it's performance still, enhancing drugs. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's still like heavily given yeah. out. Yeah, it is. I guess yeah, Ritalin. Is it's only something. gotten bigger. It's yeah. just now like Adderall is the big one. What are they giving to kids with ADD and ADHD? Adderall. It is Adderall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I think Adderall is only legal in the U.S., in the whole world. I think it's only legal in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, so if you live in another country, they give you Ritalin or like... Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because it's not an amphetamine. It's not like a straight amphetamine. That's really interesting. I guess what we're Versus talking... Versus Adderall is just speed. See, while we were watching this, I had questions that you seem to know the answers to. Oh, I know all to. the answers. Like, I was... Some of my notes are saying, why is it that literally missing one prescription... Like one uh, dosage would make someone like uh, we're jumping ahead. Okay. We got it. Let's let's we'll just go get back to that because we'll, I have answers. We'll get to it. You've got answers. You put on a, a new baseball cap. <laughs> you're ready to go. So we pretty much just start with what I thought was one of the weirdest touches of the episode, which was uh, the fact that they're all playing basketball, mm-hmm. which makes sense. They're a high school team. Jimmy being unfortunately. This is a bad way to start. Jimmy being black. Is no, I was just going to say that. I know, but I didn't want to say unfortunately. I mean, it's not like it's unlucky that he was born black. But because Jimmy is black and the show is kind of like retrograde, yeah. he's a great basketball player. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spinner being chubby and white. Oh, that's what. That's actually my first note you can oh, see on wait, the paper. Yeah. Spinner's fat. Oh, I'm not even lying. True. Dan, you can check that out. And That's my first read. thing that I wrote down. That's why he can't write our Facebook posts because he doesn't know to I read I just like write. notice it like spinners like bitch tits. He really does look out of shape for, I guess, seventh grader. But he's also, he hasn't grown into his man. Right. Body. And also, I'm just letting you guys know, like spinner is my everything later when yeah. he sheds the baby he weight. Blossoms. So I can totally like shit on him right now because blo- I, mean, I worship the guy. Yeah, you can. You have a, you have yeah. an ownership of him. Yeah. But he's the manager. I wrote him fan mail. He's gosh and hand it to him in person so you don't have it anymore no like i it, gave it to him in person it was so it was handwritten hand delivered handwritten oh my god you gave him yeah it was really sad <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness Ugh. but he, he's the manager of uh, the co-manager uh, co-man well who's the i don't know but that's what they called him i don't know yeah i'm not sure who the co-man maybe it's just someone off screen some other kid that we don't know yeah. not important but he's him being jimmy's best friend they're just looks like they're just shooting hoops. He's cheering Jimmy on for those routine layups that he's yeah. making, and he gets wiping them down up. the benches, wiping and down the benches, doing the laundry. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But what I thought was very strange, and a very strange start of this episode, is that the team that they're playing the exhibition against is named Earl Gray. Yeah, the Earl Grays. I had a question because I don't know, maybe you know more history. Like I know okay. Earl Gray was like a real man. Does he have, like, some, besides being, like, a T? Yeah. I know he's, like, a historical figure. Like, does he have something to do with, like, Canadian history? I have no idea. I truly don't. I didn't even know he was a real man, yeah. to be honest. I think he is a real man. I'm not a big T guy or a T historian. <laughs> but okay. I know we have a lot of Earl Grey in our house oh, that would, growing up. I mean, I had that, too. It's, like, yeah. the go-to T. It's, it's, it lines the walls of like, my house Like, was he now. one of, like, Canada's, like... Founding fathers. fathers, yeah. Could be. He could be one of those fur trappers that yeah. found Canada. I mean, it's possible, which would make sense, but it is also... Were they named, is their school called Earl and their teams are the Greys? <laughs> the Greys. Like those gray aliens from South Park, which I'm pretty sure are called the Greys. The Greys. But that was like a weird start to what I consider to be like, not to go far ahead, a pretty weird episode mm-hmm. of Degrassi. 
And the, what was the B plot? With this so the B plot was Liberty, who writes all the fun morning jokes She's and punchy. news, and yeah, for uh, for Ashley, yeah. who does the morning announcements, and she is president, and Liberty is like her secretary, right? I think, or the treasurer, uh, she, or something like that. Yeah, because she she wanted to. She, she like want, yeah. she very like I think astutely was like I'm I'm not gonna be able. to Yeah, be. she's like I'm gonna go under Ashley's wing, support her, yeah. and then when it's time for her to go, I'm gonna like take it. Yeah. So I guess now she's like kind of sick of taking she's it because like everyone's Claire Underwood. In yeah, a way. exactly. Oh, Underwood exactly. <laughs> Playing it smart, <laughs> waiting for her turn. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she gets kind of annoyed because everybody thinks Ashley's Miss Perfect and yeah. so funny, and she has all yeah. these jokes, and she's not getting any of the credit. Yeah. This is a typical writer's like conundrum that I feel all the time. So I really relate. She's the to brains, it. and Ashley's the face. Yeah. As someone who has a face that is mushy like brain. <laughs> No. <laughs> I guess. I shouldn't be making fun of Swamp Thing Engineer Dan over there. <laughs> I look like the things from Mars Attacks. Oh my god. <laughs> Those are so scary. Well, that's why you're not looking at me right uh. now. But I understand the concept of you put all your work into your into your words or your copy, mm-hmm. and then some dame with a bod and a face comes yep. along and says your gibberish, and everyone goes, oh, Ashley's the best. She's no, so it's Mad and Liberty that are the best. <laughs> They're the smart ones. She's just a... An interracial face. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful biracial butterfly. Yeah. And as and that's like and as that I very much support I was Team Liberty in this and I was rooting for her very hard. I'm totally Team Liberty. I'm rooting for her, but she also just started. She does have to pay her dues. That's true. You know, and you then she lumps. kinda like learns that that mistake, she, you know. She knew what she was getting when she became VP. Right. I assume that she went on to the the like the tree mail site or whatever and read about oh, it before mail. she before she applied to it. So that, those are the two basic plots. Mm-hmm. And I guess like we could get into, I guess Jimmy as a character, Jimmy and Spinner's relationship, I think is like a big part of this episode. And yeah. the first thing I noticed that thankfully doesn't continue is that the the performances by, by Senor Drake and who's plays Spinner again? What's his name? Uh, uh, fuck. Shane Kipple. Yes. Shaney Kay. And Drizzy Drake Drizzy give Drake. possibly the worst performance of the first seven episodes. What did you described it just like every take is just one take. Yeah. You know they didn't do a second one. It literally, they, whenever they were on screen, it kind of felt like it was written in ten minutes. Yeah. Like they wrote it down on uh, on like index cards and said memorize this. And then they did one take and they just flew by. I always thought Spinner was like a really horrific actor until yeah. like the third season. Yeah. Like, he kind of really grew into being charming. I don't know if it's because I watched the show enough and I found him hot. So I was like, yeah. oh, he's not so bad. But the first season, it was... Yeah. I didn't think he was as bad in other episodes either. Mm-hmm. Like, it was glaring when the two of them were on screen together. Like, they were... Pretty much, they're talking about Lord of the Flies. And, like, uh, what was it? Jimmy didn't know anything about Lord of the Flies. Yeah, oh, so been... we, didn't, we didn't really describe what he's going through in this oh, episode. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's so, go back. Good job. Basically, he is uh, struggling between, to find the balance between school and, you know, homework and everything yeah. and his basketball career. Yeah. Uh, he feels like when he puts all his effort into studying, yeah. his basketball suffers yeah. and vice versa. So now he's getting called out by Miss Kwan. I think someone called out a catch 42. Catch 42. <laughs> yes. I think, I think that someone <laughs> is Gavin. <laughs> Gavin's very Mason, of course. He has a couple of those in he this episode. A, that's the thing that's like that hurt me because that was a real I thought that was a really clever line. The mm-hmm. line being like uh, what pretty much what uh, what Paloma was saying where 
Jimmy can't win. He works too hard. He works hard at school. He plays better at basketball. He plays well at basketball. He does poorly at school. And Gavin just goes, well, that sounds like a catch 42. <laughs> he goes, man, it's a catch 22. He goes, what do you know? You didn't even read Lord of the Flies. Yeah. <laughs> Which by itself is a pretty solid joke. Like if there were actual capable actors saying that, <laughs> I think that would have gotten a laugh because it's punchy. Sounds right, like Liberty right. wrote it. <laughs> yeah, it was good. But the way that they said it was like, oh boy. You it's like, are... what do you know? You're, it's, you didn't even read the book. They okay. looked like they both needed... It looks like they both were seriously... They were drugged. Yes. Very poor. Very, very badly drugged with too many doses of Ritalin in this episode. Right. And this is where we also learn something about Ritalin. Yes. For Spinner, who... Yes. He, so he gets his name... We learn that he gets the nickname Spinner because when he's off Ritalin... Yeah. He's like wild and crazy that's and so out of control. That's so insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's like, that's why they call me Spinner. Where do you think that came from? <laughs> that's, so. that's why they call me Spinner because I'm medically <laughs> unable to focus and a problem. Can't sit in my seat. Um, so Jimmy learns that for Spinner, uh, taking the pills, you know, calms him down, keeps him focused. Yeah. But if for Jimmy, who doesn't have those issues, if he takes it, he'll go the exact opposite way. Yes. Like, he'll just get super hyped. I remember and... when I heard, like, watch this episode in sixth grade, that mm-hmm. blew my mind. I just didn't... I remember talking to my mother about yeah. it, and I was like, are drugs like batteries? <laughs> this is the thing that I remember saying where it says, if I have a, if I have a stomach ache and I take a drug for stomach aches... Will it make it go away? But if I don't have one and I take one, will I get a stomach ache? And she said, no. <laughs> no, that's I don't really. Not. And then she said, I don't know anything about Ritalin. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's interesting how that does work, though. It's like a completely different yeah. reaction on two different people. Yeah. I, I, I feel like the, the conception of, like, what do you think made them want to write this episode? Because it feels kind of out of... That was really hot back then. It was? Like, yeah. Ritalin was, like, a new thing. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't exactly new, but, like, people had... Start giving to their kids what like in like the nine late nineties. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So at this point, it's been in the area for a while, like in the system for a while, and it, it kind of was a controversial. It was a big issue. deal. A big deal too. I don't even remember that. that yeah, much. it I was know, a big deal because it's like, why are you drugging your children with yeah. like amphetamines and basically like feeding your babies like speed just because yeah. you don't want to sit them down mm. and kind of like yeah. work it out or give them therapy? It's kind of like an easy fix. When I was a baby, my mom gave me diet pills. Diet pills. You're because lying. she wanted to kill me. <laughs> yeah, want- it's 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 crazy because in other countries they don't consider uh, ADHD or ADD like an actual illness. Oh, okay. So it's like super overdiagnosed, or in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and over there they super undiagnosed. Undiagnosed, oh, yeah. So they don't even have like medication for that mm-hmm. the way we do. This is why. Again, America is the best country in the world. <laughs> just love drug them. Just drug them. <laughs> drug them. Love it or leave yeah, it. Yeah, your seven-year-old has a lot of energy. That's it. Just put him on a pill. Let them sit there and do their homework for I mean, video game. Spinner looked pretty... I know that he is a character, but he looked pretty rough when yeah. he wasn't on it. Yeah. He got into some mischief that we'll get into pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So let's... let's. Uh, I'm literally just going beat by beat. I decided yeah. to beat this out, which is what I like to call pretty much writing things. <laughs> writing <laughs> things down in order, just beating off. Um, so after we get this little thing about Jimmy and Spinner, we get a little bit more of uh, like Ashley razzing Liberty, which I... Because Ashley pretty much says to her, like, what's your problem? What's your problem? Why are you doing this? Why are you giving me so much grief? Why are you giving me so much shade? And she goes, you're the face. I'm doing all the work. And she goes, I'm a... and Ashley says, I'm a performer. You're a writer. 
Which stay in your lane. Stings. That stings. That's so mean. I almost wonder if this is a meta commentary. Someone's or it's like, I'm just bridges. hotter than you. Deal with it. I mean, Ashley, <laughs> like a, Ashley at this point is... I have a face for TV and you have a voice for radio. I have a face for morning announcements <laughs> and you look like a teddy bear. <laughs> right oh, God. Which, she does look like a really cute teddy bear. She had, the way her hair is, she it's does. sort of like little ears yeah. on the top of her head. And she has that face. Oh my God, that's so cute. Yeah. yeah and I think that's why I like Liberty so much. Because she's so unassuming. But I know. Yeah, that's as, nice. We, I like Liberty. We were talking about this too. Uh, as children, I thought Liberty sucked. Me too. She was the worst. Yeah. Well, not as bad as Emma, but I still, or as bad as Ashley. Those were my two worst. Yeah. But as I got older... Like, Ashley and Emma, to me, are still the worst. Yeah. But now, I, like, love Liberty. It's, I think she's so endearing. Liberty, yeah, she tries really hard. I, I've learned to respect people with work ethic now that I'm yeah. adult. I don't go, you dumb nerds. And the actress, I think, is good. She like, is She, good. like, kills it. She does. And she, she's funny. She is really funny. Like, li- I want to say that for these two episodes, Liberty is the MVP, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And she carried both blue pots. Yeah. And with, like, a lot of other episodes, she's yeah. been, if not the MVP, she's been, like, the sixth man of the year. Yeah. She's been... Very underrated. Yeah. Very. When we were children. And now as adults, we appreciate yeah. it. To use a term that Drake probably used in a song, uh, Liberty goes hard in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's a Drake song. My friend is going to. Friends are going to yell at me about this. Mm. Um, but, like... I don't, I don't really, can we talk a little bit about Ashley and how she's being forced to the spotlight of Degrassi of the show right, right now? Cause I feel like the first, it's fun, funny now that we're watching everything in order, like the yeah. first episode was all about Emma, but I feel like we haven't even really focused on her. Yeah. It's been all about Ashley. Yeah. Very and much. And like her crew and Paige and you know, Terry. Yeah. So it was interesting how she wasn't even in the, the first two. Yeah, she. you would think that they would find a way to build it around Ashley because she's pretty much been the star of, of these first, of where we are first seven. I'd mm-hmm. say she's got a big part in like at least five, at least four of them. Like, yeah, definitely. Like she and she and Jimmy are going to have sex. Yeah. She's running for president. Right. She, she, the whole thing with Toby's mom, who's exactly. like a talent scout or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. the whole thing with Terry, where Terry's drinking. Where she's drinking. And, and she's she like with her. her. Mm-hmm. Like they really are trying to push Ashley to the forefront, which is fair. Cause the actress, I think does a pretty good job of like, I don't love the character of Ashley, but I think yeah, she's the actress like, is uh, capable. What? Competent. I'd say she's more than competent. Like yeah, I, be- I believe her as Ashley in a weird way where I go, oh, I, I see like real depth in you along the lines of like, uh, are you watching People vs. OJ? Yeah. Oh my God. Like so she reminds me in a weird way, a much worse way of the dude who's playing Darden. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. I love him. I think in the how, high... How do you see this comparison? I see at it. At all? Like I don't... The, it's because I like... I don't know who that guy is particularly. Yeah, he's like really... He's kind of... He's been in the game as a working actor, but yeah. this is like his first big rape. He was in like... What was it, like Military Wives or something like that? I don't know. Some oh, show. Yeah. But like Astronauts beca- wives, something. something. But because I don't know him as a regular actor, I see him legitimately as a character. Same. And it's not even the words like, "Oh, you're you're Matt Saracen on uh, mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights." I know that Zach Gilford is like a thing. I just go, "You're just Darden." Like you fully encapsulate this person. That's when you come to my attention, Ashley. Whoever that actress is, which we should know, Engineer Dan, can you Google this? I know her name. What's her name? Fuck. <laughs> I didn't know her name. We're the worst hosts. I know. Stop. I knew her name. We are terrible, terrible hosts. No, I knew her name. I swear. I knew everything. Is it Zach Gilford? No, not Zach Gilford. But to me, the MVP actress is has been Paige. 
Oh, definitely. Paige has a hard job, and she's been fun. Yeah, I mean, she's just like, she's the best. But she's also not used as much as Ashley. Like, That's Ashley true. has... She'll come into her own eventually. Yeah, she has got a, she's got a pretty great moment in the next episode. Yeah. But, like, the way that I see Ashley and Darden together, mm-hmm. this is the only... This is literally the only time someone's had this conversation. I know. <laughs> I'm just like, huh? No. How did this happen? It's because I see whoever that actress is. Melissa McIntyre. Mackie Mack and Chris Dard and something K. Brown, I think. Sterling. Is Sterling K. Brown. Great name. Sterling K. Brown and Mac Attack are similar in that I don't see the actors behind the character. Well, right. I do see like uh, some of the other actors behind their characters in Degrassi because they're children and they're not doing like a great right. job. Like you I, can tell they're acting. She, like they're both so natural that I go, you're just this. So maybe I like, maybe I don't like Ashley that much, but I do like Maggie Mack. I think Maggie Mack's killing it. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Well, that was, that was me going on <laughs> I feel like we should have a list of all the times you defend Ashley and Melissa McIntyre. I know. That's why I thought you had like a secret thing for her. And that's oh, no, why it blew my really. mind when I was like, well, where is she in your top 10? Yeah. And you were like, oh, she's not even there. I'm like, yeah. you like always like, you always have her back. I think it's because she feels, they give her a lot of screen time. And I think that she makes the most of her screen time. They give her pretty juicy plots and she doesn't just like waste them. Like pretty much yeah. Spinner. Like Spinner, let, let's just, I guess, country in the eight plot. Like what ends up happening with Jimmy and Spinner is that Jimmy takes his rids mm-hmm. and he becomes a terrible ball hog, bad teammate. He scores a lot of points though. He scores 12 He wins points. the game. Okay. Jim, oh yes. Yeah. So what ends up happening is Jimmy takes the Ritalin. He sneaks off to, sneaks out of the classroom, pops it. In the hallway, where mm-hmm. Radish goes, Radish almost catches him, mm-hmm. and he goes, good luck tonight, son. Yes. <laughs> Very <laughs> ominously. Yes. And then when the game starts, Jimmy is rocking, like, he's, like... Super aggressive. He's, like, really on speed. Like, that shouldn't be what... It is, is well, I, Adderall is speed. That's what it is. But is it that strong yes. that it would affect... Really? Yes. It I, is super speed. It is actual like amphetamines. That's all it is. Oh my god! I think Ritalin's not as intense as Adderall is, but now yeah. no one's given Ritalin. But, okay, but I mean like Ritalin specifically. I thought that maybe one dose of it would like. No, it, it like let's say you give someone the smallest dose. Yeah. That like uh, like that spinner would take. Yeah. If you've never taken it before, that one dose will make you like crazy. I thought it was like how I like when I take my Zoloft. Like when I first start taking my Zoloft, start taking it, mm-hmm. I just had diarrhea. It didn't do anything. No, no, no. It's really like also, yeah, like like a like a 10 milligram or whatever yeah. will like make for oh spinner would be nothing. Like, you know, if he's been taking it every day yeah, for he's 3 got years, his that's like not that's just like whatever. Yeah. But for Jimmy, he probably like wouldn't go to bed till 6 in the morning. Oh my god. And would just boy. be like this super speeded up, aggressive. Wow. Well, it's, it's real. Yeah, sped up Jimmy turns him into a terrible teammate who's a ball hog who scores... Well, can we do this math? Because he has a three-pointer at the end, doesn't he? He... I know that he had 12 points and he made the last, like, the winning he hit, score. Yeah, he hit the I game. don't know how basketball points works. I'll let you handle this. He hit, so basketball points <laughs> you can typically do the work. There's three ways. There's three levels of points. There's a free throw, one point. Mm-hmm. There's a two-pointer, two points. There's oh. a three-pointer, three points. What's the one where you, you shoot all the way from the other side? You know, from like, a, what's that movie? That's a three-pointer. With Michael Jordan. Oh, you mean Space when Jam? you grow your arm and you yeah, dunk and it from the three-pointer? That's a two-pointer. Because <laughs> oh. it's a dunk. Oh, okay, okay. Also, that doesn't really happen. Oh. Can I tell you something about Space Jam to get off tangent again? Yeah. <laughs> we, we I just saw something. it for the first time again. Well, like, first time in a long time. Like, maybe three weeks ago? So, me too. I saw you That's my it. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Space Jam in theaters, like, when I first saw yes. it. And I legitimately thought... 
the, like, you know the scene at the beginning when he's playing basketball with his dad and he just can't miss yeah. free throws? I have said that to people in conversation as if it was fact. <laughs> as if, yeah, Michael Jordan was good from the beginning. He was shot free throws online. He didn't Isn't miss. Michael Jordan's whole thing about how like uh, he wasn't the best from the beginning and how like he had to work for it and it was, he like, was, his work ethic he, made him who he was? When he was a freshman, he got cut from varsity. Right, yeah. And like, or he's come from JV. Like he, he wasn't as good as he obviously wasn't the greatest player when he was a kid. Yeah. It's like that thing where Albert Einstein was bad at school, but he really wasn't like Michael Jordan. I think the story goes, and I could be wrong was he was cut from varsity and then he went to JV, but he shouldn't have been in varsity in the first place. Cause he's mm. too young. Like he was in ninth grade playing in varsity when that's usually a junior varsity right. team. So it makes sense. Cause he probably wasn't that big yet. I get you. That makes sense. It's, yeah. It reminds me, it's like, they go like, oh, Einstein was a genius, but he was bad at school. But, right, right. But in reality, that's like super not true. And Einstein no. like taught classes when he was in school exactly. because of the lack of teachers. It gives like normal people like us false hope. I know. <laughs> so and depressing. I was cut from junior varsity. <laughs> I, wish I hate I those stories when like, oh, genius, it's okay, guys. You know, they, yeah. they weren't that great. I'm like, oh, please. The please. system just wasn't set up for them to succeed. Yeah. You know, like nowadays we have the internet. Like if you're great, you'll be great. Yeah, you'll be found. <laughs> it's different now talent floats mm-hmm. and jimmy's talent floats in this <laughs> little scene good transition yes swamp thing over there nodding and giving me the thumbs up <laughs> it's like wrap it up guys <laughs> just give me finger guns which i find menacing don't do that anymore <laughs> but while jimmy is having his moment in the sun what does spinner do so spinner now is uh like he's listening to the music during halftime yeah. like feeling it so he decides to get up on the i was gonna say stage but on the basketball court yeah, during halftime yeah during halftime starts doing this wild dance and then just everyone's cheering him on and he drops his pants and moons oh my god that was... but people love it like no everyone was like yeah yeah when they were uh panning from the, i guess it was a dan was Got it a dolly or hyped. a pan it was a dolly i'm gonna say it was a dolly from face mm-hmm. to face everyone is just digging it like emma loves it the girls are like, oh, yeah. The girls were digging it so yeah. much. I don't understand because he was not dancing well. No, he wasn't He was at dancing all. terribly. <laughs> at all. It was just very strange. Maybe they're just like... I think they loved his confidence, you know? Mm-hmm. When somebody can just like I go out it. there and yeah. feel themselves. See, that's why, inspired. that's why he's on the show. Because exactly. that Because Shane Kippel is... You can't fake charisma and confidence nope. like that. When nope. you're dancing, you're dancing. Exactly. <laughs> In the words of Ted Danson. <laughs> <laughs> But Spinner gets in trouble because obviously he moons people. Mm-hmm. And Radich... He took it too far. He took it too far. You can't moon. Radich was watching him dance. goes, this is fine. Mm-hmm. I know Spinner. He's... I know... I gave him the nickname Spinner. <laughs> I'm a real bully. Oh, and I thought it was interesting too how... So after he gets caught and, you know, Radich yeah. is mad, he brings him to his office. And he, like, knows how long he's been yeah. on it. He knows how many doses he takes a day. Doesn't Radich like, seem like a good principal? He does. But I'm like, how are you even supposed to know that? Like, Oh, that's true. Like, I didn't, I didn't know you, like, disclose, like, your medical information maybe to he, your principal. Like, maybe it's, like, a thing where I don't know how getting medication works. But maybe he, like, needs to go to the nurse's office to get it or something like that. I mean, he'd have to get that from a psychiatrist. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, like, the oh, nurse holds on to I it. I get you. Because, like, you. I know there were kids that had inhalers when I was in, like, elementary that makes school. Sense. And they would need the nurse to hold on to it in case right. they lost it. She had it, like, in a lockbox. Yeah, with I don't know. Teeth. I've never taken pills in school. I don't know. I never had to either. Just for, when I was that young, it was just Flintstone chewables and. Or maybe because it is Ritalin, pills. it has to be more, like, a, like you know, monitored. Yeah, I can see so that. So he's not giving it out since it's, like, contraband. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. How, why did he just have it in his pocket anyway? Like, when he gave it to Jimmy, he just <laughs> yeah. had some, some loose medicine in his pocket. little blue pill. It's really gross and covered in lint. 
But he, like, I really liked Radich in that because we don't really get anything of Radich up until now. He's just sort of this this figure who exists, who's mm-hmm. had some some problems in school with some drama so far early on. And he looks like he truly cares about And he is Finner. understanding. He doesn't give him detention. He doesn't tell him, oh, I'm going to tell your parents. No. He's just like, hey, you got to don't forget your pills. No extra corrects. And you got to take it, you know, three times a day and make yeah. sure the nurse sees you. Yeah, but also the extracurriculars. I think that Did was, he say, I missed he that. He said no extracurriculars for one semester, for the whole semester. That's kind of mean. It's not that big of a deal because it's probably also like you're unsupervised more. If you're yeah, on. I guess. And it's like, it's a sensitive principle, which is sort of out of character for Radish, as we'll learn, who yeah. is not like the broiest of bros. No. But to, back to, to, Jim, to Jimothy, as this is happening to Spinner, bad things are happening. Bad things are happening to Jimmy as he begins to just completely spiral out of control. Yes. Yeah, so he's like making all these shots, wins the game. But to, uh, when, he won, when he won the game, yeah. he like totally checked uh what's his name sean yeah, he checked yeah he just who him is his teammate yeah and sean seemed like i like the his character a lot in this he seemed very sympathetic and yeah. like he seemed like a real character where he doesn't really know anybody yet but he's good at basketball and he knows jimmy but they're not friendly like we're and also, teammates uh jimmy you could tell was a little threatened by him before yes. he took the pill yes, and i think that's definitely. why he needed that confidence boost yeah because he saw this new kid coming in the coach like really liked him yeah he was like hey i'm the number one guy here this guy's gonna take my spot yeah this poor so, boy this poor, poor white. boy <laughs> this poor white there's <laughs> no family yeah <laughs> his uh denim beat up jacket he played i was surprised down i don't know why they let him play in an all denim that. uniform this poor white <laughs> we just call him that from now on this poor white <laughs> <laughs> this rich black and this poor white yeah this this lawyer's son and this guy <laughs> whose brother picks him up on a motorcycle and picks on little girls like emma remember? yeah well, it makes sense. Yeah. That was great. That's why he's good at basketball, because his mm-hmm. whole life has been trial by fire. Right. He's but when he, he ends up hitting his three-point shot to win the game, which means that he had nine points before that. Right. Because nine plus three is 12. So that's bad. That's not considered good. It's terrible sportsmanship, but he did win the game, and nobody cared except for the coach. Yeah. <laughs> that was the funny thing, too. Like, yeah. uh, the whole, like, the, the people that were watching, all yeah. of his teammates, everyone's like, woo, Jimmy, Jimmy. They were hugging him. You're awesome. They were daps. Yeah, and then the poor guy, poor Sean was just there in the corner. He in was pain. holding his ankle while the coach was treating him. And also, the whole point of like an exhibition is no one cares who wins. <laughs> it's an exhibition. It's just supposed to be like we're gonna run through plays and right. work on lineups. So the fact that Jimmy is like just uh, just like hot dogging it out there is super super bad. In the words of Jonah Hill, this is super bad. Super bad. <laughs> Sorry guys. And Damn, then, left the room. Oh no! He's like enough. Knocked over his knocked over a microphone. Left the room. But um, uh, the coach, Coach S. Anderson. Right? And Anderson. No, 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 Coach Armstrong. Armstrong A. Yeah. He uh pulls him aside, and Jimmy like doesn't even think he did anything wrong. He's super yeah. proud of himself, and he's like, "Dude, you're out of the team." Yeah, I feel like I don't. What zero tolerance policy violence. on violence? Yeah, totally. Which. I think I kind of have to agree with because he Jimmy's been on thin ice. I know we might disagree on this, but Jimmy has been misbehaving. <laughs> He's been a bad boy all episode, yeah. and then he hurts his teammate and doesn't even care. I can yeah. only imagine if when I was on a team, I spent a whole game doing what Jimmy did, just showboating and like chucking shots. And at then least I pretend hurt. you care. Yeah, so some... should save some face. You know? Oh my God, I'm so yeah. sorry. I was just yeah. caught up. Set some hard screens. Go hard <laughs> in the paint. <laughs> slide do something that's a different sport that's baseball baseball <laughs> but then so like yeah just fake it at least god save yeah. your own ass does ritalin make you lose any sense of like self and morality yeah oh interesting you 
are super aggressive. Yeah. You are super intense. A little thing that somebody might like say to you. Yeah. That's like not a big deal if you were like normal. Yeah. You'll just get super like. I ah. might have to. I might have to give this episode a better rating than I was planning on giving it if it's this accurate. It I is thought accurate. he was just hamming it up. No. Oh man. I will say it's accurate, Five especially stars. for like a first-time user like him. Yeah, a first-time user mm-hmm. like him. <laughs> okay, um, but, oh, what I did like yeah. also with with. According to this plot, like with Spinner, I like the fact that Spinner did not sell out Jimmy. Mm. I thought he was Very a true. true friend. And a lot of shows always kind of have to tile that everything has to be exposed. Yeah. You did something wrong and the person has to pay the price. But he did pay the price. You know, he got yeah. he got, he got kicked off the team, yeah. but he didn't have to take it that far and be like, you know, he took my drug and yeah. make it more serious than it actually was. Yeah. In a lot of ways, it could have been like, just I guess to do a rewrite, like if Spinner had told on him, they both get in trouble mm-hmm. and then Jimmy blames Spinner and then they're not friends anymore. Right. Which and I'm is, glad you didn't go that way. Yeah. Because I think that's realistic. Like who's really going to rat out their yeah. friend? You're just going to be like, sorry, I didn't I mean, take it. you were saying a true friend gives another friend drugs. Yeah. Well, that was, <laughs> no, the funny Very thing Very excited about that. <laughs> in the beginning when uh, Spinner's explaining to Jimmy like what the drug does and yeah. Jimmy's like, hey, like I, I kind of need it. Yeah. Spinner was like, oh, I don't think so. And he was like very against it. And yeah. I'm like, that's, kind of weird i feel like friends would be like hey bro you need it like all right i'll help you out this one time i don't know if i unless it's like (laughs) i don't know i'm not just like a really i will say there's like a couple instances of that one i just thought that was more realistic i'm not saying it's the good thing to do it's probably okay for a guy guy like spinner it would be realistic that's what that's what i meant yes i felt like it would be more in character but then again maybe the character we're really getting into it maybe the character of spinner is so so programmed to taking his riddle in and yes. so knowledgeable about it. his parents and teachers are like, you absolutely cannot give this to anybody else because these are the side effects. This will be really bad. It's really bad. Right. Don't ever do it. He's and- just worried about himself. It's not like he's trying to like not share with Jimmy. Yeah. I'm sure he would if he had extra pills. Yeah. But it's like, oh man, then I might like yeah, the get fact kicked that, out of school. The fact that like he doesn't take his medicine and then he goes, no, right. it's definitely has something to do with it. But, um. Yeah, you know, good friends share and good friends don't tell. I'll say this. The only thing... That can be the only medicine. <laughs> that's the theme of a lot of... <laughs> good friends share and good friends share don't tell. Keeps this sounds like a lot of gangbang situations. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get back to Liberty, mm-hmm. I guess, because we kind of abandoned their A and B plot. Yeah. Um, so, like, Liberty goes and she gets her, her moment in the sun. Yeah, she gets gives to it to it. her. And that moment in the sun crashes and burns. It was hilarious. It was pretty rough. It was very uncomfortable to watch. I like, ugh, I felt so bad for her. I know. The camera catches her off guard when she's making weird faces, not prepared. I think she, you know, when at people like go on the stage, don't they do that thing where they like rub their gums and like loosen their mouth? Yes. Right? Yes, I was do she kind of like doing that? And I then think they so. just caught her? I think she was rubbing it. She liked how her face felt. <laughs> it was <laughs> all nice like, and soft. Gum massage. Yeah, it was, it was so just real delicious. sweet. But also, the weird thing with that was that uh, she was looking down. The whole thing that she said with Ashley is anyone can read off cue cards. Mm-hmm. You don't hold your own cue cards. No. She's just looking at paper in front of yeah. her, where I think Ashley had. Ashley wasn't ever looking down, was she? No, I don't think so. Yeah, but then when Liberty does it the second time, she does kind of look down, but she but just, it's more of like a note, like she's not reading from the piece much of paper, more it's just like, this is the next thing you're supposed to talk about. And you she know? got confidence because she got a lot of confidence. Ashley realized solidarity, yes. where she went, I sent, game sense game, mm-hmm. best sense best, <laughs> me love you. And when Liberty's having like a, was she crying or was she just like super embarrassed? She was super embarrassed. Which would make sense. But Ashley also, like she kind of, 
she was smart about it and that like she did kind of mentor her and like gave her a second chance to do yeah. well. But at the end, she reminds her, good job. I was a good friend to you. I helped you out. But you're not getting this till next year. No you can you can do place. this again yeah. when I graduate, when yeah. I leave. She when I go to grade nine, you go to grade eight, yep. this is your show. So this she gave her a little video. taste. Yeah. But pulled it away. Pulled it away. <laughs> like this little and still was it. able to go to sleep at night happy about herself. Hey. That she like helped yeah. someone out. Game recognized game, mm-hmm. but don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, li- yeah. speaking of that, on one of my Housewives shows, one of my favorite taglines yeah. is um, this woman's married to like an ex-NFL player. Okay. And it's like, don't hate the game, marry the player. Oh my gosh. I love it. Who's Sorry, I just had to I like that. that a lot. Oh, she's also involved with OJ. She was um, like, best. he was best friends with like her ex, Marcus Allen. She no used to way. be married to him. The, he was the Marcus Allen was another USC player. And yeah, he so also, he was married she was married to him back when the OJ yeah. thing went on. And then in Faye Resnick's book, yeah. when she did the expose, she said that um Nicole was having an affair with Marcus Allen, who was like, you know, Kat, Catherine's oh. husband. So Catherine's now on Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. And she's now married to like another football player. Oh, but that's her tagline. Don't hate the game, marry the player. I love which that. I love. Was, Engineer Dan, do you know who Marcus Allen is? Oh, he was either uh, for those drug assholes that are like me and know the name but don't know the player that well. Mm-hmm. He was a running back for either the Bills, which I think he was, or the Raiders. But don't quote me on that. But I think it was the Bills. I love how this all ties back into OJ. OJ you know, is like, dominating my housewives. Life right that's why <laughs> real talk. That's why I have not wanted to do this podcast. Because <laughs> so I just want to watch OJ. I want to go to the gym, Courtney watch Vance, OJ. I love him. He's I didn't know who he was until I recently. knew him, sadly to say, but I knew him as um, uh, Angela Bassett's husband. Oh, okay. Because I worship Angela Bassett. Maybe. Like I think she's so stunning and beautiful. She's and very pretty. I, I love her. Her husband. And they've been married. Well, no, they've been together since college. They met at Yale Drama School when they were like college-aged and have been married ever since. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Let's get to these ratings. Before, before this turns into the OJ Simpson <laughs> podcast, we'll get to these yeah. ratings for Basketball Diaries. All right. So, yeah, let's do ratings. I will give it uh, a 2.3 mm. for accuracy. Oh, that's pretty good. 2.3 stars? Yeah. Can you? I think you should either round up to 2.5 or put it to 2.5. I'll do 2.5. 2.5, I think is fine. Oh, five stars? I think that's pretty good. Oh. We have a five stars. That's fair. I think I would give it... Mm. I don't want to say 1.5. 1.5. I thought this was a very, so. This is your lowest. one. This is my lowest so one by far. I thought this was a bad episode. I thought the performances were bad. Mm-hmm. I figured that that has to do with direction because they've shown better work. Yes. It just seemed very rushed. Mm-hmm. The liberty and uh, like the A and B plot had literally nothing to do with each other except for the one scene where maybe I'll lower my score to it too. You can't lower the score. It's already canon. Ah. It's already canon. Maybe next week. Next week. We'll ask. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe next week we'll do that. We can allow for abridging of scores. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. It was accurate. I really would have given it half a star. But you gave it accurate. Like, if that's actually how Ritalin makes you, mm-hmm. then I'll give that. That was, then, then kudos. Kudos to you. Then kudos to, to you, Yanmore. To you, Yanmore. <laughs> yeah, so this is my least favorite episode so far. And uh, we'll be right back with the second half of this podcast and uh, review of Secrets and Lies and probably more talk about The People versus O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Welcome back. We're going to talk about Secrets and Lies. Yeah. The 108. One, episode 108. And this one focuses, again, on Ashley and with the A plot. Yeah. And Liberty with the B plot. Ask and me Liberty with, and JT. Yeah. Ask me what the logline is. What's the logline? 
if it's gay, it don't stay. <laughs> That's what the log line is, wow, right? Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> that is very relevant to this episode. Yes, it is. If it is gay, yeah. it don't stay. Can we get it out of the way that this was a very strong episode? Yeah, this and was like, good. This was my favorite episode so far, I think, of all of them. All eight. I don't know about you. But... It's not my favorite of all eight, but... Then but, what is my favorite? Yeah. I no. I think this is the best constructed. Oh, no. My favorite one is when they get uh, her drunk so far. Okay. That's you you give that like four yeah, or five I love or that something one. like that. See, w- without giving it a star, like I kept, we kept exclaiming, like, at least I kept saying that I was so impressed by how it was shot. Mm-hmm. And I thought the performances were good. And there was like real art to this episode. They did all these angles yeah. and all these filming techniques. Dutch angles. And I had to ask engineer Dan, who's a big camera nerd, what is this shot called? And he said, it's called a close-up. <laughs> Even I got that. <laughs> yeah. I had never heard that term before. Um, and also, what I did like about this episode, too, is that it uh, kind of laid the foundation to a lot of future Degrassi yes, episodes. It did. Like, it, it really kind of showed you more about, like, you know, their, their home lives. Yeah. And things that they mentioned that weren't a big deal in this episode actually do come up in yes. the future. It's, and become big deals. Yeah. This is like a... A very well thought out. It's deeply canonical in Mm -hmm. a way that, like, the last episode won't really be. Because, like, I know Jimmy gets kicked off the team and Spinner does all this stuff, but. We never hear about, like, Spinner's. Yeah, his riddle never comes back. And even if Jimmy does play, we know Jimmy will play basketball later. Just from that infamous picture of him in the wheelchair. If nothing else, we'll watch Jimmy (laughs) play basketball basketball during the intro credits. That's true. Every time. We watch him play basketball hundreds of times. Um,. So, yeah, so basically this episode, uh, Ashley's father Mm -hmm. uh, comes in from London where he has been living for a while. I guess after the divorce, her dad moved there and they're having a nice like daughter-daddy catch-up. Yeah, seems very nice. Yeah, he's like this kind of glamorous man. Very handsome. He's very handsome, very well-educated. He has like a cool job. He's a war reporter. A war reporter. He's fucking awesome. And he was talking about that party he went to in London where he like mingled, shook hands with the King Charles. Prince Albert. Yeah, he shook hands with... Prince Albert, I think it was. King Charles. Oh, he's not even a king. Prince Charles. Is a prince. Oh, prince Albert is the penis, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prince Charles. Oh no, I'm tired. It's Prince Andrew, right? Prince, I don't know. Yeah. With Either the prince. way, with the prince. With the prince, prince Charles. So he's kind of like this cool figure, and um, it seems like he gets along very well with Ashley's mother, yeah. even though they're divorced. It's like amicable, very different from Toby's. Yes, who family. hate each other. Yeah. Like they. The, yeah, it seems like it's a very healthy, the Kerwins have a very healthy triangular relationship. And when he drops her up at home, the parents give each other a kiss on the lips. Yeah. Like, just a friendly, hey, what's up? How's everything? Yeah, I can't imagine that. Like, I, do you know any divorced parents that kiss on no. the lips? No. No. Not even a nips. kiss on the cheek. It's always like, hi, like, hi. what's up? How's hi, everything? <laughs> yeah. Take, take, take Steve. No hugs, oh no God. nothing. No, yeah, so right off the bat, for me, without giving away what this is about, even though I did say it in the log line to some <laughs> extent, uh, you can kind of sense that something is a little amiss mm-hmm. with this. It's almost too good for a show where nothing is ever too good. And that also makes Ashley, like, it gives her this kind of false hope that her parents might get back together. Yeah. She's like, oh, now dad is back from London. I think he's back here permanently. Yeah. And... Which was weird to me, too, how she was, like, totally, like, 
pushing the mom and the dad getting back together when the mom like just got remarried and yeah. lives in a nice stable home. Yeah, it's really weird. But they threw in that scene with the mother fighting with Toby's dad yeah, with her husband. Yeah, a little bit. So maybe Ashley was like, yes. She was know. in one of her moods. Right. But even then, they seemed like they had chemistry too. Exactly. Like it, They weren't legitimately mad. It was no. just sort of one of those couple things where it's like, ugh, you don't know how to use hard water. You didn't water. clean the dishes. What is hard water? Oh, we don't get that here. That's like in... um. In other countries, if like let's say you use like soap yeah. and you you wash off with hard water, like it'll leave residue on your skin. Oh, like the soap will still be there. Like it's interesting. It's happened when I've like gone to different countries I and I don't that. realize I'm like, what is all this film on my body? It's like the soap because <laughs> <laughs> you're bathing in hard. So you have to get like a water softener. Yeah. Or like these kind of things that you put on the the head of the shower. Oh my gosh! That, like change you're it. You're taking me to school today. Yeah. You know all about all about Ritalin, all about all water, about all these things. You you do have those two other podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about Ritalin and water. Um, but, like, to, to, I guess, well, can we just... It'd be easier to talk about we could just talk about what uh, Ashley's dad is. So we can be... Yes. So, yeah. he's gay. He's a big gay. But uh, Ashley's mom knows that. Or, like, she knows that. Yeah. That's why they got a divorce. So, uh, when Ashley comes home, her mom's like, Hey, did he talk to you about anything? Yeah. Did he say anything? Yeah. And then um, he speaks at the school. And, like, all the girls are like, Oh, your dad's so yeah. handsome and great. Yeah. And then Paige is kind of the one to suggest, oh, no, that's after Ashley finds out. Yeah. So Ashley finds out because she's talking to her mom. Yeah. And she's like, why don't you guys get back to And she's like, no, we're good. She's like, what's wrong? Is dad gay? Ha ha. Yeah. Tee hee hee. And then it's like, yep. And then she goes, oh boy. But I think a note that I had that I think is interesting, and I don't even know if this is a phrase that I know how to say. And it's a sentence, not a difficult phrase. Mm -hmm. It's. I'm going to read it verbatim. Has your parents ever known something and obviously thought you knew? Because that was, I feel mm. like what was happening was the dad was coming back. And yeah. this all happens off camera, off screen. Ashley's Mrs. Kerwin or whatever her new last name is. Ashley's mom goes to the dad are talking and she goes, maybe it's time we talk to Ashley about this. Right. And that's why they're having that daughter-father moment. Yeah. But he doesn't ever get to it because it's difficult to talk about. And so, like, the mom pretty much is, like, gauging the situation. Like, does she now know? Why is she in such good spirits? Because she's cool with it. Yeah. And it reminded me of all the times my mom must have known something before I knew, but she thought I knew. Uh, If that makes sense. I get get you. I feel like that happens with parents a lot, and kids are just too stupid to realize how smart they are. I don't think that's ever happened to me. Never one time. I know you and your dad have a bit of an interesting, like... You you and your you and your pop are good friends. Yeah, we're friends. Yeah, yeah. But you also don't you don't know each other by your first name. No, we don't <laughs> talk about like like certain things. Yes. Like, you know, like we'll we'll talk about like every topic. Yeah. But not related to ourselves. Yes. Like I have no problem talking to my dad about like crazy scandals about like, yeah. so, or like oh this person had sex with this one or this person this one. Yeah. You know, like we're very open. We mostly talk about who's having sex. With yeah. Who <laughs> Or like, do you see this? Or like any like hot topics we can easily talk about, mm-hmm. but just not relating to. Yeah, but each see, other. I feel like when I was growing up, I would, my mom would be, she would like, I don't even know what it'd be. Like she, for instance, with this, she knew one of my friends was gay before I knew mm-hmm. he was gay, and she was. I accidentally, we were like, I guess I was in seventh grade. Yeah. And I was talking about, we got like donuts, and there was like a chocolate donut and a pink donut. Right. And I was like, I want that chocolate donut whatever the kid's name is, Dan, you get the pink donut. Right. And my mom heard that and looked at me like, what are you doing? Like, and Do then you, later yeah. she goes, did you say like a crack about the pink donut for a reason, Matt? Oh. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you don't think your friend 
Oh, jeez. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bleep. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Dan, what did you think your friend Dan might be gay? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, what? No. And then he was gay. And he's having a great life now. Yeah. But, it's... like, she... I guess maybe they know about gay stuff before we do. My dad also, like, he never... I've introduced... Like, he knows all of my friends very well. Yeah, ever since I was a kid. Like, he's met all my stages of life. I've and I him. had a ton of, like, gay friends in uh, high school. And yeah. he also knew them very well. But yeah. he's, like, the type that he'll never comment on any friend he meets. That's great. Good or bad. Like, I've never heard him say, like, wow, that person's, like, awesome. Or, like, oh that gosh. person's, like, weird. Like, I wish that was my mom Like, I've or told dad. him that the, guy, the friends were gay. Yeah. Later, you know, during that, or like, I'd just like, oh, yeah, you know, his boyfriend yeah. or her girlfriend or whatever. And he didn't care. But he's never one to pry or bring it up. Oh, my God. He waits for this me to say it. This sounds like a dream. My mom is a big nosy lady. Because she'll <laughs> ask stuff legitimately, like, one of my best friends got a job recently. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, did he get it? I'm like, yeah. She goes, that's great. Did he tell you how much mu- how much he's making now? <laughs> Legitimate thing that that's my mom so asks funny. whenever she hears someone got a new job. Wow. Or how they got a new apartment. Yeah. A lot of financial questions. How much is it, does it cost? How much is it making? And I go, people that are friends typically don't ask that that's question funny. unless it's offered to them because it's rude. My, uh, you know, I've been with my boyfriend for yep. like almost four years now. My dad has never once asked if we were dating. Oh my goodness. Okay. He has never, I'm not even joking. Yeah. He's like, he, he sees him a lot yeah. and he knows him and, but he knew him before we were dating. Yeah. Never once has he been like, is this your boyfriend? Yeah. Do you guys date? See, <laughs> nor- like normally bizarre. I'd say we have to get back to the Degrassi conversation, <laughs> but I like this too much to get away from it. I think this is good radio. It's crazy. So like you and your dad both know, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You know that he knows, the thing is, but I neither never, of you will say I anything. I never knew when he knew because I was friends with my boyfriend for six years before yeah. we dated, and he yeah. knew him as one of my friends, and then we moved in yeah. to uh, as a roommate with him, just being friends. Yeah. So I don't know when my dad realized that it had turned to something else, yeah. or maybe he thought this whole time that it was that, and I just lied instead of okay. moving in with a friend when yeah. I was really moving. Do you, you know? think there'll ever be a day? I guess if, if you guys ever get married, he'll yeah, <laughs> I mean, know. he knows. What if he didn't know. He drives us <laughs> to the airport when we go to like couple trips. Like he's he's come to my family like dinners for like Easter and like. And it's you know, never been said one it's time. It's never been said. The only time my dad has been in the room where, where it, something was said that I had a boyfriend was at like a family function like a year ago. Yeah. Somebody was like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? And I said yes to that person. Yeah. And he just happened to be at that table. So I'm yeah. assuming he heard yeah. it. Your boyfriend but, <laughs> was there too and your dad winked and then nudged no. him. No. <laughs> my dad is so not about like... Crying. See, it's your crazy. dad, your dad, but I tell him you everything. You and your dad are as if my teenage self was both the child and the parent in the <laughs> relationship where I didn't want to say anything. That's so fascinating yeah. to me. Because I, I know that about But when, you. I, when I tell him anything, like he's totally open to talk. Like he's not like a guarded guy. Yeah. Like he'll talk about anything. I guess, I guess. He just doesn't pry. You, there will be. <laughs> Like you'll be hanging out with some kid one day and then won't know it's his, his granddaughter or grandson. Oh my god! It's just this. Oh, it's just this kid that my daughter raises. Also, my my boyfriends before this boyfriend have like my two serious ones before him yeah. have both met my father and spent time with my father. Mm-hmm. And my dad has also never asked about. I them remember either. when your uh, ex boyfriend went up to your dad and said, "I'm gonna marry this girl." Oh my god! <laughs> and then he and he went. 
Oh, well, my, well, all my daughter's friends say that. Yeah, she just... And I've introduced him to so many guy friends. I wonder if he... Like, throughout the years, yeah. I wonder if he thinks, like, were they all my boyfriends? He met me. He Did, met you. If you yeah. remember the one time that he met me, the first time, it was... I went to our friend Michelle, uh, for, uh, friend of the podcast. Oh, yeah, we drove... We drove to her yeah. house in Long Island, and it was you, my girlfriend now, uh-huh. Michelle, and... Was it someone else, or was it just three I think it was just us. And, and then me. So, I'm like, I'm a dude with three women who just been hanging out in a house of like six women. And we had a sleepover there, <laughs> yeah, and sleepover. he knew that. And he knew that. So maybe he's like, oh, this man guy is another one of my daughter's yeah, multitude another of friends. Multitude of guy friends who come over to the house and watch TV with us and yeah. hang out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, that's what they do. Like, they just, ever yeah. since I was like, yeah, it's. This should be a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, we will not cut this. I love this so much. <laughs> Okay, so, but let's get back to, uh, this is like a really serious topic for Degrassi, but not serious in like how the pilot was serious. Mm -hmm. Serious as in very emotionally real and like mature for a show like this. Yes. I think. Because the whole like kind of thing with Ashley finding out her dad is gay, it's interesting how she, she very quietly almost is processing the information. Mm-hmm. she's not really she she's i don't know if she's like um confused or if she's a little like i don't think she's you know, ashamed you know what i got from it i felt like there was it was cool because him being gay was not a problem for her like she didn't seem like disgusted or no, embarrassed or upset like the problem that she had was the second one he talked about how he had a partner now yes. and then she was like oh because she was fine with that yeah but then when she he mentions the name and she's like hey was that that guy who used to yes. go to dinner with us as a family chris, chris? And she and he was like, yeah. So she was like, you left us for him. He came so, in our house. Yeah, he came in our house. So he, it wasn't like the the fact that he was gay that bothered her. Yeah. Is the fact that he had lied and yes. actually left the family. Because when you're gay, you don't yeah. stay. <laughs> right. When you're gay, you don't stay. <laughs> you don't stay. We gotta get some bumper stickers, <laughs> and we gotta get that tattooed on the bottom of our lips. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that it reminded me of the a, betrayal in a weird way. The lies. Again, I'm trying to connect this show to like real prestige dramas. It's, it reminds me of in Sopranos. Do you remember the episode White Caps, White Cliffs, when uh, Carmela gets the call from Tony's Gumar? She calls oh, the yeah. house, and that's the last straw yes. that says she's like, "Enough! She talked to your son." Yes. It's like you have you're you're fine. I understand what you're doing, your thing, and you have to that's do okay. your thing. But you're bringing this into our family life. life, yeah. And that's such a friggin' like impressive, mature thing for a show like this. Mm-hmm. And to not even make a big deal of it or explain it, but to just have it be a character motivation right. is like a five-star writing move. I was so impressed with this episode yeah. because of that. I got very excited because of it. Uh, yeah, I, I like how they handle that situation. And I also, um, and also, well, Paige kind of figures yes. it out. So Ashley just found out. And yeah. She goes to school, and then Paige just goes up to him and is like, "Hey, don't take offense. I'm not trying to like offend you." Or yeah, I'm not like trying that. to be Paige. Yeah, you. I'm just being real. Like, yeah. your dad's handsome and he's smart and this and that. Do you think why isn't he taken? Maybe he's you know gay. Yeah. And then she blows up and like takes Th- chocolate milk and chucks at her face. Her face. And then Paige is like, "Oh my God, I wasn't trying to offend you. My brother's gay." Yeah. Like, which spoiler, I just know the signs. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We find out. We yeah, we find later. out way more. And that's like one of those little things that they put in there that yeah. becomes a major yeah. issue. Yeah, which is surprising because Degrassi future. will do that a lot where they'll say this little thing and then 10 episodes later, it just doesn't just, exist. Just, yeah, yeah. Maybe they were like, we need a, uh, a gay character. Let's, we I wonder if, Paige. Yeah, I wonder if at that point they knew they'd bring him in later. Maybe. I think I that know. we were at the point in the 2001 where gay characters kind of started to infiltrate teen shows a lot where mm-hmm. we can go, okay, 
kids are gay, babies are gay. Right. <laughs> Everybody's Everyone's gay, gay. And they don't stay. Oh, speaking of that, um, there was a, remember, one of my favorite lines ever is, uh, you know Honey Boo Boo? Yeah, TV I do show. know Honey Boo Boo. So the little, the little daughter, Honey Boo Boo, she goes, everyone's a little gay. Because, <laughs> like, she has a gay uncle. And, oh, like, she yeah. has, like, you know, she's raised around yeah. in the family. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Everyone is a little gay. She said that in the, Yeah, and in she just said it in, like, skills. a very normal way, this little five-year-old. I mean, everyone's it's true. a little gay. Well, it's like what, uh, oh, it's like what I wrote down. It's what uh, Toby said. Yes, that's I don't, why Toby that's said, I thought about it. I don't know, JT. Some people are just gay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, very Juno way to put it. Super true. Some people are just gay, I guess. Who cares? It's fine. But so can we talk about how Ashley responds to her her dad after hearing this? She wants to cut him out. She's like, I'm done with I'm done with Papa. Yeah. Papa don't preach. Yeah, I'm done. And that's kinda where we end that plot for now. Yeah, is that she feels in some ways like I think she is justified in feeling this way. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's what she said. It's not that he's gay, or even that he left the family, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah. To be honest, I would I think that it would probably be better to to be with the family and then be like, listen, hon. I'm I get, gay, but I guess each, I every person has their own, their own. Yeah. They have their own process. It's not my place to say what someone should or shouldn't do. Right. But like, it's that he lied to her for so long and kind and of went to London and went somewhere far and yeah kind of just like abandoned them for a while but he said he's like I don't know it sounds stupid but you're gonna I have to find myself I had to find yeah. myself which is something that I think that depending on who it is hearing that would agree or disagree because I think some people go it's a parent a parent is a parent above everything else mm-hmm. I don't agree with that because I think parents are lame <laughs> they're big lames or sometimes to be a good parent maybe you need a little break to find yourself yeah and be, come back and like actually be like a, yeah. a good dad because you're like comfortable in yourself and you're yeah you know? it's like Don some Dr- people got to go to rehab take care of themselves yeah. come back and yeah you gotta hit i don't i was gonna say you gotta hit zero to become a hero yeah. that means nothing yeah and she like, does have a stable mom and a stable home life so actually it's okay actually yeah it seems like I think that Ashley, as a child of the divorce, is in a pretty good place because she didn't have to deal with all that hatred and vitriol that I think a lot of di- mm-hmm. ch- children of divorce have to deal with. Like Toby. Like Toby. Toby is like ashamed, pretty much, mm-hmm. to the point where he's doing poorly in school. Right. Ashley's thought Excelling. process isn't, oh no, my parents can't be together ever. It's, why aren't my parents together? They're too. Their chemistry is too good. It doesn't make sense. I thought it was uh, funny at the end, too, where Ashley's, like, talking about how, you know, oh, dad's out of my life. And she's like, it's okay. You know, I have mom, Jeff. They're good enough. I'm like, why? Now you like Jeff? Now you, you are like totally Jeff? all about your mom She has that Jeff. dartboard with Jeff's face on <laughs> it that she's playing with in the cold it's open. Like, it's like, totally forget about how you were going to ruin your mom's second marriage yeah. by pushing her back with her ex. But now you're like, no, Jeff's great. Yeah, like, there's that scene I where Jeff. I think verbatim, she sees... She's, he only knew what she was trying to do (laughs) yeah she spies on her parents as they're talking her dad's in his sweet convertible Mm -hmm. and his mom kisses him on the lips not seeing like not knowing ashley's looking and ashley i'm pretty sure goes hachi mama we got something (laughs) we got something um oh yeah then we should talk a little bit of terry because terry again is like going hard in the paint i think because she doesn't get a lot of screen time Mm -hmm. in, in a lot of episodes but that actress does a good job and it's pretty like interesting undercurrent where she's talking about we meet her when she's talking about how her mother died. 
Oh, yeah. She's like, at least you have a dad. Yeah, or exactly. At least you have a parent. Yeah. How, I say that to Engineer Dan every day. I feel like every single TV show that has like a person with a dead parent, yeah. they always throw that line in. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever thrown that line at someone. I've thought that line before as someone with How do you be, Yeah. Well, you have a dad. You've never said that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like, like we're both, you know, we both have like one yeah. parent who's we're ch- passed. We're children of death. Yeah, we're children of death. But, like, I don't think I've ever, like, said that to someone, like, well, you shouldn't be mad at your dad because at least you have a dad. I've never used that as in anger. No, before. it's stupid. Like, yeah, it's not really a thing I don't someone know. says. I don't know, but it's a thing everyone always says on a TV show that yeah. has a dead parent. I like, think they have it's to do because that it's a thing that I think I, I occasionally will feel, or mm-hmm. I would feel when I was younger and right. I didn't come to terms with it, but I would never be like... At least you have a dad to play I, you know, I hate foosball that. with. Yeah, no, it's that kind of like pity me card. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah, it but, it, but it also is, again, good writing because it's using it's using every second to build character. Yeah, that's it's, true. Show, it's like Terry could just be in there like, I don't, like, why, is like, to go back to the previous episode, like, why is Jimmy not doing well in school? Like, I get that he's mm-hmm. working hard in basketball, but he seems like a smart kid. Yeah, good doesn't, parents. Good parents, like, doesn't seem why he wouldn't be able to just do some work. Everyone else can do work in after yeah, the sports. Team. Why can't he? <laughs> this has 45 seconds of Terry. We get like, oh, Terry. We learned so much about Terry. And yeah. like from She's a good friend to Ashley. She's sensitive. She has a mom who died. They her, remembered that too from the earlier episode. Yeah. They're, she's a single dad. Their their dad loved, like her dad clearly loves her and loved her mom. She has mm-hmm. a locket. And then oh, yeah, like, I forgot that locket. And like this whole time, because she, even though her outburst at the end is ridiculous, sort of, Mm-hmm. She she's being a friend to Ashley in spite of it. Yeah, she knows that I need to put my own personal resentments at bay to be right. a friend to you. Like this is like real yeah. drama writing it at was its good. finest. I we should I want to go back and see like who wrote this episode. If it's Yan, Yan Moore, please. This doesn't feel like a Yan. This I, does not feel like a Yan Moore to me. I just assume every episode is Yan Moore. I mean, he, he, as like head of the show, he probably has like mm-hmm. in charge of the storyboards and is probably in charge of like some rewrites. Yeah, but that is cool how they like remembered that Terry had this and were able to bring that back in. Yeah, I thought it was. I great. like that. Yeah, and we we haven't talked at all about the B plot, which is like the silliest way. The B plot <laughs> is also if. He's gay, he won't stay. Well, I guess this one, is he's not gay. He's he not still gay. won't stay. If you ain't gay, <laughs> don't say you're gay. I also did the finger wave. Yeah, you did. Well, dirty. he did the little finger wave too yeah. in the episode for um, a bit. So for whatever reason, uh, we get when that Liberty has a big thing for JT, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of hinted at Yeah, a little bit earlier in a couple episodes, but it's not hammered home. But she clearly likes him. Everyone knows that she likes him. And JT isn't having that because Liberty looks like, I guess, uh, cute teddy bear, Fozzie bear. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. And, and like, nobody wants cute. And also, it's not even that. It's probably just because she's like a big nerd. Yeah. And she's know it all. She's a know it all. But it's yeah. like the opposite of uh, well, it's like a parallels uh, the Toby and Emma. Yes. Scene it's very in the similar. earlier when he's like lusting over her. It's very similar. And she's like, oh, Toby. Yeah. If it ain't got glasses, if you got glasses, that relationship goes slow as molasses. No, remember people like uh, people that wear glasses don't get passes. What? That's the thing. Girls really? that wear glasses don't get passes. I love a girl with glasses. I've worn glasses my All entire th- life, and I've gotten passes. All th- you have contacts, it's not true. Though, too. I, I wear glasses like 95. I only going, wear contacts when I want to look if, good. If when you were single, yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you were <laughs> single and you're going on a date, 
Contacts. Contacts. Or like I wear contacts when I do something active, like if I go to the beach. Yeah. Or if I'm gonna Same. like hiking and have to look over a cliff and yeah. I don't want my glasses. Here's what I do. Fall, I will wear or fall on the cot. I'll wear a pair of sunglasses over my glasses. Oh, At any no. moment I have to look good. No. <laughs> and they're smaller sunglasses than the glasses too, <laughs> so it's really bizarre. But I didn't get contacts till I was seventeen. So yeah, I was seventeen also. Yeah, I survived high school with glasses and it was okay. Yeah. I got I got some trim with some glasses. Mm-hmm. Dan trim. knows about that. Dan knows about my trim stories. Trim. <laughs> but okay, so to get back to uh, to the JT Liberty Liber JT drama, because this will we're gonna have a lot of plots about the two of them. Yeah. Because they they are, seem to be intrinsically linked. Mm-hmm. In the words of Vegeta to Goku, I and feel that opposite. we are destined to do this forever. I was watching Dragon Ball Z before. We should oh. do a podcast about that in a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. DBZ cast. But um, yeah, they're they're kind of like polar opposites. Uh. She's all about, you know, just studious and studious he's, that's and probably smart. why she likes him. And he's just funny and relaxed. Yeah. And good I, I put why would she, someone like a guy like JT? I guess it is Every he's girl funny. likes a guy like JT. It's true. Every girl loves like the class. Clown. Every girl I've ever gotten liked me because I guess I'm, I don't even want to say I'm funny. They like me because <laughs> I, because I make, because I make not good I'll money. I'll say it for you because <laughs> you're funny. Because I make not good money and I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they like me. <laughs> A lot but of no. girls have a thing for that, for unhealthy oh. and poor. But at least funny. <laughs> yeah, but at least funny. And glass bit of a spectacle. Yes. But no, every girl I think does like a guy like JT. Yeah, I think so. You know, that's that's very normal. And especially a girl like Liberty, who is so And studious. he's also he's also, I feel like for Liberty, he's uh what's that called? Like he's approachable. Like yes. he's like he's he he's gettable. Yeah. Because it's not like she's lusting over like a Jimmy or like you know one of those cool yeah. guys. Like JT's still is kind of J- on her level. Is as JT? A, I can't tell if he's cool. He's not cool yet. Because yeah. in the future, like he kind of like moves up in the yeah. ranks. But right now, he's still kind of on her level. Yeah. But just true. different. So he's you know attainable. Yeah. Th- in her I, eyes. I feel like they're they're. The thing that we haven't really gotten to is that like they're kind of a friend group. The, mm-hmm. the younger kids are in a friend group where the older kids kind of are all over the place. Yeah. Like there's more cliques. The se- the grade sevens are very much like. And the older the grade eights are the popular kids of yes, their class. They are. And the grade sevens are just like one friend group within a you know they're not like stars. Yeah, pretty much. We we like how many times are we hanging out with grade sevens and we just see a random person we've <laughs> never seen before? Like that weird woman who is feeding Liberty the lines in the previous episode oh, that yeah, we never yeah. see again. But um, so yeah, so she likes him, and then he doesn't know what to do about it. Yeah. So then uh, Toby kind of inspires him because he brings up uh, Ashley's dad. dad being gay. And then he's like, hey, great idea. Why don't I become gay? Yeah. Which was also, I the thought... Hachimachi, that's a plan. Hachimachi. I thought it was, they kind of handled that in like a cool, like progressive tone because like it wasn't a big deal yeah. for him to be gay. Yeah. Like he had no problem like telling Liberty, hey, like lying to her. Like he wasn't yeah. ashamed or embarrassed. No. Or, you know, and a lot of teen shows would always play it that way. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. was just like, oh, I'm gay. And Toby was like, yeah, okay, we'll do it. Yeah, Not a big we'll, deal. We'll use this as another one of these get-rich-quick schemes mm-hmm. that we do, just to get Liberty out of your hair. And so he confesses to Liberty, and then she is hurt, but she is understanding ha- and accepting. Have you ever had a crush on a gay person before? No, I haven't. I have. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> I look awkward. I haven't. <laughs> I, ha- I went on a date with a gay woman once. Did you know that she was gay at that time, or did she come I out did. later? I did. I didn't know she was gay. I didn't know if she was... Was she bisexual? I don't know. I just know she's dated girls and dated me one time. So I don't know what that Were says about me. Were you the only one 
that she... I, I only went on one date with her, so, so I don't know. So you didn't know. know. But I Interesting. Was, yeah. I, I she was. knew it was a date, right? Not yeah, straight up a date. She okay. asked me out. She what? said, do you want to go out and get a drink? Oh, wow. And I said, I'm not 21 yet. You're going to have to buy it for <laughs> me. And she said, Hachi Mama, we Hachi got one Mama. here. We got young meat. She was Israeli. And what happened after? Uh, the next day, I hooked up with my now girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> So you didn't even like you didn't even get to find out like what her story. No, was. I would have liked to because she was she was in the Israeli military. Damn. She was a J, which my mom would have loved. Wow. And now my girlfriend Hachi now. Mama. Is, Hachi Mama. Hachi Mama, yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I I always like I remember I had a crush on a girl in high school, and then she went through like a fake gay phase, and I remember uh-huh. hearing that, and I was devastated. Oh. Even though she had I had no chance. Yeah. She's a she's a girl who's going through a gay phase. She's she's super cool. I remember um, one of my like best guy friends from high school. He was gay, but like uh, I was friends with him before he came out. Yeah. So before we knew he was gay, like he dated one girl for like I don't know six months freshman year, but we were like he was one of my best friends. Yeah. And I remember one of my other girlfriends coming to me and be like, "Oh, I see like chemistry between you two. Uh-huh. Like, are you guys a thing?" And I didn't know or think he was gay, but I was like, "No, we like." sing Hillary Duff songs together and like that should have given it away to me clearly yeah. <laughs> I was like no I just like we're not like that like we sing Hillary I just love him because he sings Hillary Duff songs yeah. with me and like we dance to Britney in his house and yeah but I didn't like think that he was but when he was I was like oh this makes a lot of sense yeah. but I never had a crush on him oh okay yeah I, I that think, would have been really painful it would yeah it really would have hurt which I think is why Liberty's like Liberty's reaction is really good because it's not insane she's just sort of more shocked and mm-hmm. then kind of embarrassed. Yeah, she's, that's why she's. Because so, he was like, "Oh, she was like, oh, I didn't like you. It's okay." Like, oh yeah, yeah that's that's great. Thanks for trusting mm-hmm. me with this information. And yeah. then JT, after this really real moment, we get JT being his buffoonery oh, and yeah. him like doing. I don't even want to do it. His like foppish gay character, <laughs> yes. which is made all the better because he's in all red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all, like Eva, like Eva Marie the wrestler. Oh, I all love, red everything. All red everything. I love Eva Marie. Yes. <laughs> Goddess. Yeah. Oh, He's so a hot. better actor than Eva Marie. Oh, no. <laughs> as an adult woman. She's like the most beautiful woman. I can't. She's pretty hot. She's <laughs> I stunning. think she's a pretty big... She's a, she's a young stunner. And she's sure. sweet and kind on the show. I don't know. I don't watch I the show. Her. I know that we talk about this, and I always yeah. will watch two episodes, and I go, And you go to watch. sleep, right? I fall asleep to it. I fall asleep with my dog on my chest watching it. I hug him and then I go to bed. (laughs) But Toby even like, uh, he wraps his arm around, uh, no, JT wraps his arm around Toby to kind of show Liberty like, because he catches her checking him out. Yeah. And he's like, look, this is my man, you know? Yeah. Which I guess that would be the, was, was he, I almost thought it was mean what he was doing. He was teasing her that way. He was rubbing it in her face like, you can't have me. Like, I'm not, you know. And then she runs out of the room really upset. Yeah. It was sad. See, that's like so... Oh my God, that's really not cool. Mm-hmm. Because that's saying that before it made it seem like he wasn't aware that she liked him. He was like undercutting it pretty yeah. much. He's like, I'm gay. And then takes the rug out. But that's him saying, I know that you like me. Exactly. I'm gay. Very hurtful. And he knew because the girls were, I think, telling him. The girls or Toby know. told him. Yeah. Like she's into you. And he was like, fuck, got to get out of this. Did you sense a hint that Manny kind of liked him? There was a line reading where I'm like, someone told Cassie. Yeah? Put a little stank I didn't, I didn't on uh, it, pick that up. Put a little stank and dang on Interesting. Yeah, because I know that they they kind of have a, a little thing yeah. later on, for yeah. sure. Because they were talking about, like, everybody knows they she likes you, JT. Oh, kind of uh, outing her out and kind of trying to embarrass her. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I should have caught that. I didn't catch yeah. that. 
I mean, I was just so fixated on the writing this time. I was like... Hey, Degrassi does everything for a reason. Yeah. And then JT is going to be outed in the school paper by Liberty. Yeah, Liberty's like, you know, you can be an inspiration. Yeah. Like, people can, like, look up to you and, like, you know, this is the best, the perfect platform to kind of, like, share your story. But was she doing that because she... Was she genuine? I think she... That's such a good question because we don't see we don't see in between. Because that's kind of a little extra. Like if if she, I don't think that's like hundred percent genuine. Because like if she really believed he was coming out to her just to her privately, like why would she suggest that? Here's what I think happened. Now that we're talking about this, and this is why I'm glad we have a podcast to talk Mm -hmm. about Degrassi Paloma. Yes. (laughs) Because otherwise, I want to talk about this. I think that scene when he's acting very uh, flamboyant, he's doing this mean thing. But she realizes, oh, he's literally lying because he knows I like him. Exactly. And that's why he's doing yeah. this. So... Because why was he so extra when before he was he trying was, to tell me one-on-one, yes. like, don't tell what anyone? What a great written episode. Mm-hmm. Like, so much stuff happens under the current. She's like, I'm going to test him out if this is real. Exactly. Even though, then again, he could be like, I don't want to come yeah, out. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I just told you today I don't yeah. want to come out. Toby's the only one who knows it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Toby, apparently, who I'm gay with. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Um, but so, so uh, he says, I'm not gay. And then Liberty is like, what did she say? Was the exact, do you know the exact line? I don't. But she was like, uh, am I really that horrible? Yeah, I'm really that horrible. You couldn't tell me. Like, he basically just mad that he didn't have the respect for her as a person. Yes. Didn't think that she could handle the rejection totally. and the honesty. Yeah. That he had, a, you know, taken her for an idiot. Yeah. Also, fun fact, I noticed in that scene where she confronts him about that, she's wearing rainbow ribbons in her hair. Yes, I noticed that. Right? It looked ridiculous. I know, but <laughs> I was like, ridiculous. is that a little nod? It was, yeah. Oh, <laughs> now I get it. Yeah. That's really clever. That's what I was thinking of. Wow. Way to go, way to go prop, dude. Right? Prop I never dude. noticed that before. Yeah. And, um... We already got one over Ashley. I, yes. Okay, I've made a Pook account. I feel like we oh, should have yeah. a Pook account. Uh, so in the first episode in Basketball Diaries, we have Liber- uh, We have Pookas on JT and Liberty, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And for some reason, Jimmy had a necklace that said A. Oh, is that the one that Ashley gave him? Remember oh, she it was is. It is, yeah. yeah. I thought it might have been A for Aubrey, and he oh, was showing no. it off. Because, right, she got, like, A and J. Yes. So, I guess she wears the J, but yeah. she doesn't. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She doesn't give a shit about him. They need, they're not even in scenes together. They I, aren't seen in these two episodes at all. You wouldn't know that they're a couple. No. Except that in uh, this episode, uh, Liberty goes to somebody, and she's like, we could be the new Jimmy and Ashley. That's true. That's true. The <laughs> new power couple. The but... new biracial power couple in school. <laughs> um, and then also, weirdly... Ashley's mom is wearing puka shells, showing yeah, that even hot mamas are doing that. So that's three count pukas. That was so big back in the day. We should have like a segment just about pukas. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would be, but I'm sure Spinner had a puka too. I was, always. Spinner always has he's a puka. Pook, he's pooked and ready to go. Yeah. All right. So let's give the final, let's give our final reviews. Um, I will give this uh, 3.7. That's a pretty good score. Or three po- no, like, 3.5. 3.5. You're lowering it. I'm lowering it. 3.5. How come only 3.5? Or how come a 3.5? Oh, no. This is out of 4 out of 5. Out of 5. Oh, then I'll give it a 3.7. <laughs> wait, a <laughs> se- wait a second. Hold on. That's not how math works. You're at... I don't know fractions that way, but I don't think adding a whole one more integer or whatever the term is equals to 0.2. It's just, okay. It's just that like... Also, we decided we're gonna ra- we're going to do halves. All right. I guess my whole thing is that like... Compared to what we've seen so far, yeah. this is 
a great episode. Yeah. Like the other one's still my favorite where Terry gets drunk, but this is like on the top of what yeah. we've seen so far. Yeah. But I just know what Degrassi has coming in the okay. future. So I think that's yeah. why my rating's always low. Just okay. Because to me, the first season isn't like my fave. It, it's still picking up steam. Yeah. So I, like I feel I silly see. giving this like a four, and then when like another episode that's like so amazing, I'll give yeah. that like a four point five, and yeah. it's like so much better right. than this. I try to like subscribe to the idea that seeing it fresh. It's like a short story with yeah. characters that I kind of know. I it, should be doing. It's that. like if Papa Hemingway wrote this, <laughs> and I'm reading a story about the Papa Hemingway uh, teen fan club or whatever <laughs> they would be. I would just base this off of one thing. It doesn't matter what comes after or comes before. Right. No, you're right. You're right. It's uh, what's that called? Um, it's called like standalone new, new criticism or something like uh, that. I it's know. a. It's I, I'm a bad English major. I've been at school for a long time. I can't <laughs> remember what it's called. So I'm gonna give this one. Five stars. Oh, five stars. Five stars. Wow. Because, as I said, I am so impressed. This was like a really, really well-written episode. It feels like a lot of touch was taken into, a lot of care. Mm -hmm. Performances were really good. Yeah. Paige was human, which is super rare. Like we, we yeah, see, she was. We see depth in everybody. Very difficult subject matter that they made like palatable and understandable to adult, like to children and adults mm -hmm. shot super 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 well for the show like yeah. we were actually like there's a conversation where JT is talking to Liberty about being gay and he goes under the stairwell and they do a shot like <laughs> they're being eavesdropped on because yeah. it's a secret shot <laughs> that was good it was just really really well done overall um it gave, like, ev yeah, everybody a depth. Ashley, a character that, like I said before, I don't really like, mm -hmm. gives a great, uh, Mackie Mac gives a great performance <laughs> and honestly makes Ashley, like, a little bit more interesting of a character by giving her a lot of real human emotions. Right. So I think this is, so far, the, 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 like, epitome of what a teen show can be, which is something that takes a hard topic, makes it, like, understandable to kids, mm -hmm. doesn't hold their hands or, like, make it hyper silly. Right. While also being entertaining and, like, letting the performers and everyone involved shine. Yeah. So this is the perfect Degrassi episode right yeah. now for and, me. And I also like how um, both, at, like, at this episode and, and the last one before, but especially this one, they don't... It just ends how it ends. Yeah. And it ends with, like, her emotions and her feelings. And yeah. they don't have to, like, correct it, you know? They don't yeah. have to kind of show her, like, growing from that yet. Because yes. it's just so new and fresh. Which yeah. I find more realistic than other shows that kind of have to... Oh, well, she'll learn and have another talk with him yeah. and then be okay. We, we, we don't know... I think it doesn't come back for a few episodes. Like, she sort of lives yeah. with... The, she which, lives with that for a while. She lives with it for a while, which is, which is kudos to them. Mm -hmm. So, Engineer Dan is uh, putting on his jacket and taking off his pants, signaling <laughs> that it's time for us to leave. Um, I wanted to thank uh, the Manhattan Edit Workshop again for letting us record and drink their delicious, delicious waters. And, their and for that slice of pizza. That slice of sweet flatbread pizza yep. and the cold coffee I poured down the drain because it's disgusting. I want to thank, um, what's his name? I want to thank uh, Man yeah, Bun, oh, man. my boy uh, Elliot Wegman for the theme song. Oh, yeah. Follow us at Degrassi Knoll. We'll probably start doing things on Twitter. We got to talk about it. Who knows? Follow us at Degrassi Knoll on Facebook. Check our SoundCloud. Thanks to Engineer Dan, as always, for teaching us how to do this. <laughs> Thank you, Paloma, for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you were the one who said, we got to get a pod out, bro. I did. You said, bro, pod. Pod me. Let's so it's it. all on Paloma today. Mm -hmm. um, this is uh, your boy, Kid Friendly. It is T-Bone. Thank we you out. for... We out. I guess we're out. <laughs>